This podcast is brought to you by PY463 Health Psychology at Clarkson University. Hello everyone, my name is Cameron Peets and you're listening to No Co, No Goes, the podcast that doesn't shy away from current issues, rising problems, and trending topics in the North Country today. On today's episode of No Co, No Goes, we will be discussing the North Country's lack of psychiatric care services. More specifically, the lack of emergency psychiatric units within St. Lawrence County. Throughout St. Lawrence County, patients experiencing psychological crises are inundating emergency rooms and are awaiting an extended period to receive the treatment they need. Hospitalization rates for psychiatric-related disorders, substance abuse, alcohol-related diagnoses, and opioid poisoning in St. Lawrence County greatly exceed the statewide average and have more than doubled over recent years. Any listeners who are native to the North Country sadly might not find these extreme hospitalization rates as a surprise. I've lived in Messina, New York my entire life, and when you live in these small-town, rural communities, issues like this are impossible to avoid. Now, most people's first question when they hear about the increase in hospitalization rates is usually, why is this happening? So let's take a minute to look back on the history of psychiatric care in the United States to see if we might be able to answer this question. Back in the 1950s, there was a policy called deinstitutionalization, which was the movement of moving mentally ill individuals out of large state institutions and hospitals and then closing those facilities. Deinstitutionalization has been a major contributing factor to the mental illness crisis happening today, and I'll tell you why. This policy was designed to improve care conditions for people who are mentally ill but did not include a plan for future funding of mental health centers within the United States. This movement encouraged closing state psychiatric hospitals without any realistic plan about what would happen to the discharged patients. Patients did not have services adequately available to them within their communities due to the absence of structure and funding to accomplish the goals stated. This is how deinstitutionalization helped create the mental illness crisis by discharging people from public psychiatric hospitals without ensuring that they receive the medication and rehabilitation services necessary for them to live successfully in the community. Now, the intentions of this policy were good based on the principle that severe mental illness should be treated in the least restrictive setting, but our nation fell short when implementing such policy. When patients are lacking support services or a structured treatment plan, they are more likely to experience psychiatric crises. During psychiatric crises, patients are often likely to experience more extreme psychiatric symptoms, such as suicidal ideations, thoughts, or substance abuse problems, and they often turn to the only emergency support service available to them, the emergency department of a general hospital. Now, how does all of this relate to the mental health crisis in St. Lawrence County today? St. Lawrence County is currently served by five general hospitals, Canton Potsdam Hospital in Potsdam, Claxton Hepburn Medical Center in Ogdensburg, Clifton Fine Hospital in Star Lake, Governor Hospital in Governor, and Messina Memorial Hospital in Messina. Now, of these five general hospitals, only one is equipped with an emergency psychiatric treatment unit, and that would be the Claxton Hepburn Medical Center in Ogdensburg. The Claxton Hepburn Inpatient Psychiatric Unit is a 28-bed acute care inpatient psychiatric unit that has been certified by the New York State Office of Mental Health. This unit is authorized to accept voluntary, involuntary, and emergency adult admissions. Now, my first thought, being someone who lives in Messina, is what if I were to experience a psychiatric crisis and needed emergency psychiatric care? 
Clexon Hepburn Medical Center is over 30 miles away and is approximately a 45-minute drive from me. The problem in many cases is that people living in St. Lawrence County find that traveling to Ogdensburg to receive emergency psychiatric care is too costly, whether it be financial costs or opportunity costs. For example, an individual may not have the financial means for transportation to Ogdensburg, whether it be not having a car, not being able to afford a taxi, or not being able to afford the gas to get there and back. Individuals may also struggle getting time off work and finding appropriate childcare. And this isn't just the case for a few people. Approximately 19% of St. Lawrence County's residents are living below the poverty line, which is significantly higher than both the state and national rates that are approximately 16%. Now, Clexon Hepburn Medical Center does not have any children's beds in their psychiatric unit either. Often children experiencing psychiatric crisis have to sit in the emergency room for days, even weeks, waiting for a bed to open in another facility. In some cases, these children are transferred out of the county to Watertown, Utica, or Plattsburgh, which puts them even further from their families. If a bed does not open in any of the locations mentioned earlier, sometimes children will miraculously improve in their symptoms and are sent home without any proper psychiatric treatments. Now, the most obvious solution to this problem would be to just have an emergency psychiatric treatment unit at every hospital in St. Lawrence County, including beds for children. But sadly, the world is not that simple, and there are budgets and costs and money that would have to be poured into each unit that our county simply does not have. Now, while adding one to every hospital might sound like a stretch, I do propose the addition of at least one more emergency psychiatric unit in St. Lawrence County. And I believe that it should be placed in the Messina Memorial Hospital in Messina. And you may ask, why Messina? Let me throw some numbers at you to show you why I believe Messina is the most ideal location for an emergency psychiatric treatment unit. In the year 2014, Claxton Hepburn Medical Center's emergency department had 3,104 emergency room visits related to psychiatric illness, as well as 1,346 visits related to substance abuse, alcohol-related diagnoses, opioid, and heroin poisonings. In comparison to the prevalence of these visits in the other four hospitals, Claxton Hepburn Medical Center has the second lowest prevalence rate. Clifton Fine Hospital had the lowest number of emergency room visits related to the same diagnoses in 2014, with 253 and 81 visits respectively. Now in the same year of 2014, Messina Memorial Hospital had 40,022 emergency room visits related to psychiatric illness, as well as 24,350 visits related to substance abuse, alcohol-related diagnoses, opioid, and heroin poisonings. This is 12 times as many psychiatric illness-related visits and 18 times as many substance abuse-related visits as Claxton Hepburn Medical Center. The large number of psychiatric-related emergency room visits at Messina Memorial Hospital necessitates the implementation of an emergency psychiatric unit. I've given you a ton of information and even proposed how to start making a change in county mental health services. This podcast is only touching the surface of the lack of psychiatric care in St. Lawrence County. Currently, a study led by Elizabeth Piankos, PsyD, Assistant Professor of Psychology at Clarkson University, is looking to explore the perceptions of mental health care and services, as well as investigate the unmet mental health care needs of the county. Dr. Piankos hopes that her study will draw attention to a crucial but often overlooked aspect of well-being in St. Lawrence County. Although several new mental health initiatives have been introduced in the county, 
high rates of inpatient psychiatric hospitalizations and mental health-related emergency room visits still exist. Perhaps the information gathered in this study will help to shape program development and strengthen future requests for funding, a problem which I discussed earlier in this podcast. Results of this study are expected to be presented to the community late next year, so listeners, be on the lookout when the time comes. It looks like that's everything for this episode of No Co, No Goes with Cameron. Signing off with the wise words of Michael A. Violi. So, um, yeah. Talk to you next time on No Co, No Goes.